0: It's time for the Raytown Roundup, where we never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Today's tall tale is sure to amuse, entertain, and lead to laughter, or at least a snicker or two. So sit back, relax, and let's get caught up on what's happening with the folks in Raytown this week. Here comes the Raytown Roundup with your author and storyteller, Dr. Pam Arlen.
1: The weather in Raytown has been cold. However, we don't really feel the right to complain. Now this doesn't make sense, actually. Cold is cold. But when the weatherman keeps pointing out that 25 miles north is 25 degrees colder, then you just start to feel ungrateful or wimpy if you complain. So people keep buying more cold weather gear, shivering and saying, Well, at least it's not Minnesota. Did you hear how cold it is up there? With that, the argument is over and complaints are gone. But as far as I'm concerned, cold is cold. Now Chuck and Greta are getting on in years. So they've mostly been staying inside these days. This is pretty much a period of hibernation for them. They look outside and feel sorry for the younger folk who have to go to work. Their house is getting older too and so they're contemplating some home repair projects. The cabinets are a bit old and wallpaper is just not stylish these days. It's a pity because Greta actually really likes her wallpaper, so she's been slow to make changes. Chuck and Greta have gone to the local home repair places many times. Considering this item and that item, but they're older, and they're not too wealthy either. They've been good stewards of their money, but Chuck shepherded a small congregation up until he retired, and the pay was never that great. So when the new lamp they see costs $200, they have to come home and think about it a bit more. So the home innovations have been more a thought than a reality. The other night, Chuck and Greta got ready for bed. They brought their dog, Sam, in from the garage because it was just too cold out there. Sam's never really been well behaved and has a tendency to, you know, do his duty in the house if he sleeps inside. So Chuck tied up the dog in the kitchen on the old linoleum floor. No harm there if the dog doesn't behave, you know. He also opened up the kitchen cabinets under the sink and turned on the water to let it flow. This would keep the pipes from freezing. He had gone out earlier to make sure the covers on the outside taps were also all secure and in place. Did you get that basement door well closed? Greta asked Chuck. It hasn't closed well these many years, but it's nothing a little care and diligence couldn't take care of. So fixing it or replacing it has never floated to the top of the family budget. Chuck kissed Greta and said, Yes, dear, I did. And have I told you just how wonderful you are? Chuck felt it his duty to win Greta's heart again every day. So every day for the last 52 years, he had won her heart again and again and again. It has been a happy marriage as a result. Greta kissed him back and looked in his eyes. Yes, you have, my sweet. Now let's go to bed. So off they went to bed. The house might be old, but it was a happy house, warm with love, and it had a good furnace, too. That's always a good thing. But, about 2.30 in the morning, a noise could be heard from the kitchen. It was the dog growling, low at first, then louder. About the time a good, long, consistent growl and bark broke out, Chuck and Greta woke up. Chuck motioned for Greta to stay put and went off to the kitchen. He was assuming that the dog had seen a mouse or, you know, some such thing. Chuck stumbled toward the kitchen and he turned on the light. He saw that the dog was chasing, as much as its lead would actually allow, a small furry thing. Without his glasses, Chuck was unsure exactly what it was, but then the smell hit him. A strong, terrible, unmistakable smell. Skunk. A skunk was in the kitchen. Before Chuck could think what to do, the dog broke loose from its lead and lunged toward the skunk. The skunk sprayed the kitchen counter and ran towards the living room. The dog chased it. Then the skunk sprayed the living room carpet and ran towards the spare room. The dog also ran. The skunk, seeking safety, ran towards the guest room, the bathroom, the kid's old bedroom, One after the other, after the other, after the other, and sprayed, and sprayed, and sprayed from fear. When the skunk got to the master bedroom, Greta pulled the covers over her head and screamed. The skunk sprayed the bed, but avoided Greta. Chuck maneuvered around to the front door and opened it wide. The cold air hit him, but he didn't care. He called the dog. Sam, get out of here right now, Sam. Sam! Sam was normally obedient to Chuck, but he was confused. Just then, the skunk caught a whiff of the outside air, and he turned around and confidently and leisurely headed towards it. Sam followed along close behind, and of course he got sprayed. Chuck sighed and said, Stay, Sam, stay. Sam whimpered and stayed. Chuck stood out behind the screen door. He looked like a highly paid doorman holding open the front door for Sir Skunk. Taking its time and stopping to spray the front door, out the skunk finally went. So Chuck closed the door for a second time and then immediately opened it again when the smell hit him. Greta peeked out from the bed and started crying. Chuck took her hand and said, Guess I didn't get the basement door latched after all. Come on, let's get dressed. We can't stay here. I'll call the insurance agent tomorrow. Luckily for Chuck and Greta, they have a small camper in the backyard. Chuck set it up, and he warmed it up even. He put the dog in the garage with the space heater, deciding the bath would just have to wait until morning. Chuck took Gretta in his arms and held her. She cried and cried. What are we going to do, she wailed. Our house, our beautiful house is ruined. Well, Chuck knew she was right, and he felt guilty, so he didn't say much. Eventually, they fell asleep in each other's arms. Bright and early the next morning, Chuck called their insurance agent, Bill. Chuck and Gud have done business with Bill for 40-some-odd years, so Bill came right over. Bill opened the front door of the house and about cagged. He looked around as he could and said, Chuck, it's a, it's a total loss. I'm going to make sure everything, and I mean everything, gets replaced. We'll take care of you. Every room, every carpet, every cabinet, every piece of furniture, everything. And here's a recipe for some stuff you can make to wash the dog. Chuck smiled and shook his hand. He still felt guilty, but a kind of giddiness was starting to form in him, too. Chuck went out to the trailer where Greta was waiting and said, Good news, honey. We're finally going to be able to remodel the house. And they did. All the lamps and cabinets and paint and carpets they'd seen at the home remodeling store were all about to be theirs. It was a bit inconvenient for a few weeks during the remodeling, but it was nothing they couldn't handle. And when they'd finished, they put a small statue of a skunk on the mantle. And Chuck said, Thank you, Angel Skunk. You made all our dreams come true. Thanks to you, this is the most beautiful this house has ever been. Even skunks can be a blessing. The Lord truly provides in mysterious ways. Chuck and Greta hugged each other in the midst of their newly remodeled home, and they sighed. Chuck looked at Greta and said, Have I told you today what an amazing woman you are?
0: Well, folks, that's it for the Raytown Roundup for now. We sure would appreciate it if you tell your friends and family to subscribe to the podcast. New stories will be coming out each week, and you won't want to miss them. Raytown Roundup can be enjoyed wherever podcasts are found and on the web at raytownroundup.buzzsprout.com. Until we meet again, may the Lord bless you with joy, much laughter, and friendship with Jesus.